You know, we often, I hope, at the table of the Lord, remember our parents who passed the faith on to us or whoever did that in that process. And, uh, and also remember the parishioners who built this church, who gave us, obviously, to look about an inestimable gift. How important we pass it on to the next generation and also thank God for the faith, but thank God for them. Someone who helps us do that, I think we could say right out of the, uh, it would be St. Luke, the great evangelist. And if you look here in this church at the bas-reliefs, the bas-reliefs up here above the arches, do you see them here? And then, I'm not making this up, do you see them over here? So on each side over the arches. And this is Christ's early life, this is his public life, right? So at the entrance back there on your left side, that would be the beginning of his uh, be, uh, private life. And what's the first one? It's the very gospel we read today, uh, the Annunciation. The Annunciation, Luke, the first chapter, verses 26 to the 38th. And what a lesson that is, uh, not only about Mary's life, but about our own. Mary is startled. She's afraid. How do we know that? Well, it says she's troubled, but she's really startled and afraid. We know that because the angel says, don't be afraid. It always reminds me of going, you know, one of a hundred uh, friends' homes I go to, they have a dog that's completely out of control. Now, dogs can be of differing sizes, but do you know what is a rule of nature? I've done studies of this. The dog that's out of control is always the size of a Clydesdale. And it always has jaws slightly larger than Tyrannosaurus Rex. And then they will say, helpfully, don't be afraid. I don't want to be afraid. I don't want to die. So let's put these things in order. I'm not afraid if I don't die, but a part of my body parts are about to be found inside the dog. I would like to be afraid and skedaddle. Are you with me? I think we've all had that experience. So one of the ways we know that Mary was afraid is the angel says, don't be afraid. I'm not questioning Gabriel. I'm emphasizing Gabriel's good sense, capturing the moment, seeing what the matter is, and immediately applying the salve which Gabriel does skillfully, as any archangel would, as any archangel would. But I point it out because it captures us at so many moments of, of uh, a fork in the road in life or whatever. We can be troubled or worried or startled because change comes over as difficulties, certainly in the midst of COVID, in the midst of an economic crisis, in the midst of five other things as well, word that from London there's a new strain coming out that's more, more vicious and so on and more easily caught. Uh, we have grounds for concern in different ways. And so it's important uh, to notice that in life we too are startled. And then there's a second phase to this, which Luke captures beautifully in Mary's situation, getting the news from Gabriel. She's puzzled because of what he says is going to happen. She's going to have a child. She's had no relations with a man, so she asks mechanism. How is this going to happen? Now, if I could give you an example from the other side of the scale, but an important one, because I think a good policy is uh, if people are talking about you outside of the house and you never bring up the matters in home, that's, that's a dysfunctional family. And so if you think at the beginning of the, the century, we were dealing with the, the, the abuse crisis. Well, one of the questions that people asked, which I think was an awfully good question, was mechanism. They would ask, how could this happen? How could this be allowed to happen? You know, there's a person out of control here, a person out of control here, but how could it go on? And the reason I think it's brilliant to ask that is this. I'm sure you know this already before I say it. 
that you can't change things unless you know how it happened to make sure it doesn't happen again. And so what anyone of sense would ask, how could that have happened to make sure it doesn't happen again? Anyway, in life, we have things that startle us, surprise us, shock us. And then our second question usually is, well, if I'm told that I'm going to have this job or this possibility or this luck, how do I cooperate? How do I help in making that happen? And so Mary, just as Christ is God and man, Mary, the perfect Christian, isn't just perfect, but she's a fellow human being like us. She's not divine. And so she faces all the puzzlement and then all the concern and then the worryment and figuring how ever is this going to come about that we do too at so many turns in the road in our own lives. I think when we pray and unite our, ourselves to God, we also do to our Blessed Mother, our intercessor. And I think it helps us to do that shoulder to shoulder. The saints in the windows and everywhere else in the Catholic Church are marvelous things. You know why? Because they're our support group. They're our support group. They face what we do, what we will, and uh, we, we count on them for help and advice and obviously for good example, for good example. And so then we have that great good news uh, of a Savior. Uh, no small thing that. There's the marvelous prayer of the, uh, the Angelus, which we hear from our bells. Uh, it normally would be at noon and at six, but we displace it because we have our Westminster chime every 15 minutes and we don't want to muck up all the bells, right? The sounds. So we have the Angelus about seven, eight minutes before noon and seven or eight minutes before six, it seems. But you hear them as you pass all sorts of different churches all over the world. The angel of the Lord made the announcement to Mary, and she conceived by the Holy Spirit. God's plan would not have gone through without Mary's yes. Think of ourselves. We're walking through life, open to God's will, sometimes startled by its shape, and then wondering how it's going to happen. We face the self-same two things that Mary did to before us. And wherever we are in our walk, in our day, in our office, in our lab, in our home, we have a chance to pause. And like Mary, to hear and sense God's will and also to say yes, to say yes to it, to carry out God's plan in our own day and place and throughout our lives, our lives long. You've made us for yourself, O Lord, our hearts shall ever be restless until they rest in you. God's will, what a great stability that gives us upon which to build our homes, our work, our lives. Amen. Thanks for listening to Within the Walls of St. Paul's Sunday Homilies. Today's episode is part of our 2020 Advent and Christmas offerings please consider supporting us by visiting stpaulparish.org. That's stpaulparish.org. God bless and see you next time.